Hey, everybody. Hey, I love you. I appreciate you. Hey, I'm praying for each and every one of you. We're in the fifth month of this year. Mother's Day's coming up. Summer, spring, all of the good times are here with us on today. And I'm just really excited about what God has been doing with us all year long. We've been in a series called Worship Man from January to May. And now we're here in the power of Pentecost. I'm beginning to teach on this series on this month called The Power of Pentecost. And I really want to infuse worship and teaching in these moments. So I really want to be really, really strategic, not preaching too much, not preaching too long, preaching here and there, infusing worship in these moments. But for the next four weeks, I really want you to concentrate and I really want you to be really focused on the power of Pentecost. Many of us have heard what the power of Pentecost means or we've heard the term Pentecost. It is the birthday of the church 50 days after the Passover. Hey, the festivities are going on there in the upper room where the Holy Ghost comes and he feels a gathering of over 120 people. And from there, a community is changed forever. Four weeks of learning what the power of Pentecost is going to mean for the Rock Church. I told you all last month that I really, really wanted to focus on the growth and the maturity of the Rock Church. Why? Because God has given us a powerful assignment, and that is the grace of worship, prayer, fellowship, community, integrity, and love. Over these next four weeks, we're going to talk about the power of manifestation and demonstration. In week two, we're going to talk about the power of revelation, where Peter begins to speak the sermon and he begins to reveal the fulfillment of how the Holy Ghost came and filled that 120. And then we're going to move on into the third week. We're going to talk about the power, the power that causes us, the power that causes us to be inspired, to be saved. There was an inspiring message that brought 3,000 people in a community on one day to be saved. And then we're going to get to that fourth week, the power of spiritual mobilization, where an entire community comes together. They eat, they laugh, they fellowship, they pray, they hear the word of God. And guess what else they do? They give and they make sure that everybody in the community saved. And then we're going to end it out on that fifth week with the powerful worship moment. I want you to take some time. I really want you to focus in on this month and understand that the power of Pentecost has hit and it has arrived at RC Virtual. I love you. I'll see you in a few minutes. God bless you. Good morning, everybody. The power of Pentecost. I'm really excited about today. Over these next five Sundays, we're going to take time and just commune with God. We're going to set some time where we're creating moments of intimacy. The power of Pentecost uh, had everything to do with an intimate gathering, an intimate moment where about 120 people gathered in an upper room where they all gathered with the expectation and the anticipation for a great move of God to happen over these next five Sundays. I am declaring and even prophesying that in our church that we're going to anticipate and expect a powerful move of God to take place. On today, I just want to talk about the power of manifestation 
and demonstration. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight, O Lord. It is our strength and our Redeemer in Jesus' name. I want you to go to the book of Acts, chapter number 2, starting at verse number 1. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all gathered in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. I want you to concentrate right there just on verses 1 and 2, the power of manifestation and demonstration, part one of this powerful series called The Power of Pentecost. And when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all gathered in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting when the day of Pentecost, that day of celebration, 50 days after the Passover, where we consider this to be the birthday of the church, 50 days after that Pentecost, the celebration, the Jewish festivals are going on, the Jewish feast, and they're celebrating, but there was a group of people that were in an upper room with an expectation that a move of God would occur. They didn't know how this move of God would occur, but they understood that they were in an upper room. And when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together. I want somebody to just simply type in your chat, and they were all together. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting, and they were all together. Pentecost represents not just where one person was filled, not just where two or three, but it says, and they were all together. They were all together, the power of manifestation and demonstration. I really want to take some time today and just really peel this back for you over these next few moments. The power of Pentecost. When you look at Acts verses, Acts verse number one, at verse uh, chapter number one and verse number four, you can see here where it says, and gathering them together. He commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the Father had promised, which he said, you have heard from me. We can see in Acts, if you go back and read Acts chapter number one, you can begin to see where the story begins to develop. They were told as disciples, whatever you do, don't leave Jerusalem. I want you to wait because there's going to come a moment where the power of the Holy Ghost is going to meet you. The power of the Holy Ghost is going to come and it's going to fall upon you. But I want you to do this, to receive this powerful manifestation and demonstration. I want you to wait in Jerusalem. I don't want you to leave. I don't want you to go to your mama's house. I don't want you to go out of town. I, I don't want you to go on vacation. If you can understand where I'm going right now, 
the power of Pentecost uh, had everything to do with uh, the manifestation and the demonstration of a fulfillment that was already spoken. Come on now. Jesus had already told them that when I leave, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I, I'm going to leave you with something that is so powerful, uh, uh, the filling of the Holy Ghost. Come on now. And I really want to be clear here that as I begin to speak this and as I begin to preach this over these next four weeks that I am not preaching a oneness message. I'm not preaching that you can only be baptized in Jesus' name. Come on, let me just lay the foundation right there because I'm going to begin to talk about that in the weeks uh, after this, but I really want to set the pace here that the power of Pentecost was all about a fulfillment that Jesus had already spoken to the disciples that, that when I leave this earth, I will not leave you comfortless. We can see here in Acts uh, chapter number one how Theophilus begins to talk about this story and he begins to unveil the, the narrative of how the disciples, they leave the Mount of Olives and, and then they go into this upper room, come on now, and, and they were told to wait in Jerusalem. It was because of their waiting in Jerusalem that they arrived to the upper room. And what takes place in this upper room not only changes Jerusalem, it not only changes Judea, it not only changes all of the nationalities and the ethnicities of people that were in this room, but it changes and it bursts out the church of what we call today. When we look at the power of Pentecost, I want to focus on these two areas, the power of manifestation and demonstration. Manifestation occurs when we obey, even when we cannot see and understand the outcome. It was out of their pure obedience where they obeyed the Word of God. The, this, this move of God, this sudden move of God that took place in this upper room, uh, it occurred through the manifestation of their obedience. Come on now, if, if, if we the Rock Church, if we're really wanting God to explode and to expand and to really manifest the power and the move of the Holy Ghost, we're going to have to be obedient in this season. And, and what is God gathering us together in this season to do? He's gathering us in this season in an upper room. Come on now, the, the Rock Church has become an upper room, a place where all nations will gather. Come on now, a, a place where we will gather and we'll wait on a sudden move of God to take place. But it's going to require our obedience. Come on now, our obedience to what God has commanded us to do. He's commanded us to unleash worship in this city. Come on now. He's commanded us to be a worshiping church. He's commanded us to be a people that lives through a lifestyle of consecrated worship that allows the presence and the intimacy of God to return our hearts back to God. Come on now. It, it's that worship. It's that worship moment where we're able to communicate the heart of God. 
it was here in this upper room. Not only was there manifestation, but then there was demonstration. Come on now. In this season, in this sudden move of God, in this season of Pentecost, I need somebody to say it. In this season of Pentecost, there is going to be a sudden movement of God that will occur in manifestation. Come on now. You're not just only going to hear the wind, but you're going to see the effects of what this mighty rushing wind is getting ready to do. Come on now. It's not just going to fill you spiritually, but there is going to be a natural manifestation of God's power, and it's going to be demonstrated. How? It's going to be demonstrated in the act of what has already been manifested, what has already been manifested in your life. Come on. In this upper room, there was the power of manifestation. Come on now. It says, and they were all together. Come on now. It manifested because they were all together. They were all on one accord, all in one mind. Well, I don't know if they were singing. I don't know if they were praying. I don't know if they were pressed or uh, 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 fasting, but whatever they were doing, uh, they were all together on one accord. And it says, and suddenly, come on now, somebody say suddenly. I need you to say it. Come on, Ramia. And suddenly, because they were all together in obedience, come on now, they were all together not complaining. They were all together not just sitting there, turning their thumbs and, 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 and trying to figure out. They were all together waiting with anticipation and expectation for God to move. Come on now. The power of Pentecost represents the spirit of obedience, which was manifested how? And suddenly there came from heaven out of nowhere. Come on now. And suddenly. Suddenly means that you didn't know when it was going to hit you. There was no time clock. Uh, there was no program. There was no agenda. And suddenly in the moment of prayer and suddenly in the moment where I'm getting ready to give up and suddenly when it feels like all is getting ready to break down for me and suddenly there came from heaven. Come on now. This move of God is not going to start with you and I. This move of God is not going to start with an offering line. This move of God is not going to start with the prophecy. This move of God is going to come directly from heaven and suddenly a fire of God, a wind of God like a rushing violent mighty wind filled the room where they were all sitting. Come on now. I need y'all to understand something now. God demonstrates after he manifests. Come on now. Manifestation occurs out of your obedience. Come on now. Manifestation will occur out of our obedience to wait on God. Come on now. The power of Pentecost represents the waiting on God. It, it represents the waiting, the anticipation, the expectation. Come on now. I'm expecting God to do something powerful in my life. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how he's going to show up, but I'm waiting. Why? Because he said, whatever you do, don't leave Jerusalem. Whatever you do, wait in Jerusalem because there's going to come a suddenly moment where from heaven, the power of God is going to fill everybody that's sitting in the room. I need you to understand that this is why God said, bring them all back to one place. Come on now. I didn't understand when he said it at the beginning of February when I did the series in February because we recorded April's uh, sermon series in February. And he said in February, 
February in April. I want you to bring them all back together. Come on now. On the day of Easter, he said, gather R.C. Rock Church. Come on now. He said, bring them all back into one place. And 50 days, oh, Rabbi, y'all ain't hearing what God said. 50 days after that moment, he said, I'm going to fill the house. I'm where they were all sitting. He filled the house with the manifestation. They were all filled with the power of God, speaking in tongues. Come on now. All in their own language. But here is the demonstration now. The demonstration is the act of what has already been manifested. When you and I receive the manifestation of the power of the Holy Ghost, it is going to allow us to demonstrate what God has already put in us. The power to heal. The power to save the power to raise the dead, the power to save marriages, the power to save young people, the power to stop racism, the power to stop murder, the power to heal a broken nation. It is the power of Pentecost. Come on now. I need somebody to understand this. They were all sitting. I need you to understand. I need you to grab your daughter. I need you to grab grandmama. I need you to get in a room and I need you to just sit there and I need you to accept what God is getting ready to do in your life. Come on now. I'm done. I told you I'm not going to be preaching a whole lot because why? I want to really begin to infuse some worship moments, some virtual worship moments so that you and I can see what the power of God looks like when people gather together in one room and they all begin to sing the same song. They all begin to lift their hands. They be all, they all begin to cry out, word Worthy is the Lamb. Come on now. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name, God. We bless you and we praise you. And suddenly... I'm telling you today that in this moment, there's going to be a suddenly moment. I need somebody to say, and suddenly, they were all sitting there, and suddenly, from heaven, uh, a wind, a rushing, violent, mighty wind took over the room, and everybody began to speak in tongues. Everybody began to bless the name of the Lord. Everybody began to worship. Everybody began to shout. Everybody began to jump. Everybody begin to bless the name of the Lord. And because it manifested, it was demonstrated in such a way that people begin to talk about it. I need you to come back next week. Y'all ain't going to get me to talk about my next sermon today. I need you to get ready because not only... Did it just manifest and demonstrate there was a power of revelation? But you'll get that next week. But I want to close right here. I want to close right here. The power of Pentecost represents the power of anticipated expectation. I need somebody to hear it now. The power of Pentecost, it reflects, it represents. Come on now anticipated expectation. Come on now. I am anticipating and I am expecting God to move powerfully in this church. I'm expecting for God to begin to send us administrators. I'm expecting for God to send us a move of God where we're able to change a nation through the power of worship where we gather with our hands lifted, where we gather with our hearts bowed before him and we 
we honor him as God of gods, Lord of lords, King of kings, I need to tell you something. The power of Pentecost should change your life. Not only should it just be the birthday of the church, but it should represent anticipated expectation. Uh, today, today is just the first Sunday. Come on now. Uh, uh, Pentecost is not for another couple of weeks, uh, but we're preparing for Pentecost right now. Come on now. Anticipated expectation. Come on now. Over these next three weeks, come on now. There's going to be anticipation that comes with expectation. We're looking for the power of manifestation and the power of God's demonstrated power, not only to just feel me, but he's going to feel my family. He's going to fill my loved ones. He's going to fill everybody that he needs to fill. Why? Because we're going to be gathered in one place. RC Virtual Online Church. Every Sunday at 10 a.m., I need you to wake up. I need you to stop being lazy. I need you to stop complaining. I need you to get to the house because there is an anticipated expectation of God's power that is going to take place in the city of Cleveland. He said, Bishop, I need you to be the bishop of worship, and I need you to unleash worship in the city of Cleveland like never before. The power of Pentecost. The power. Come on, lift your hands. The power of Pentecost. Come on now. Come on now. I told you what I said. This ain't just about oneness preaching here. This is bigger than oneness preaching. I'm not talking about somebody's denomination. I'm not putting your denomination down. But I refuse to put the power of Pentecost just in one denomination. The power of Pentecost saved everybody. It wasn't just oneness. It wasn't just Baptist. It was all types of nations in that room and they all were filled with the same power of the Holy Ghost. I rebuke the spirit of division. I rebuke the spirit that causes the body of Christ to be divided. But I speak the power of manifestation and demonstration in the house today. Come on now. Anticipated expectation. Come on now. Where you and I, my brothers and my sisters from across the waters, will feel the same glory. We'll receive the same Holy Ghost. There's only one Holy Ghost. There's only one filling of the power of God. And it occurred in one room where they were all gathered together. Come on now. When you and I can gather together when you and I can stop being selfish, come on now, you can stop being lazy on Sunday morning and get yourself up out of the bed and get online and get to church and begin to bless God and begin to give your tithe and begin to sow your offering and begin to bless your man of God and begin to help somebody else. We're in a season where God is saying, Rock Church, I'm ready to explode, but I'm waiting on a people waiting on a remnant of people that are ready to serve a city through the power of worship. Come on now. Worship, it is that consecrated, living, breathing, and moving intimate moment where God and man gather in one place. And when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all gathered in one place 
And suddenly, come on now, somebody say suddenly. Come on, Rev. Come on, say shout it out. Just say suddenly. Come on, suddenly. Come on now. Cancer's going to fall off your body. Suddenly, high blood pressure's going to fall. Suddenly, lupus is going to dissipate. Come on now. Tumors are going to be erased now. Polyps are nodules in the voices of worship leaders. Come on now. I need you to just begin to say, and suddenly, come on now, there came from heaven a noise like a rushing wind, and it filled the house, the whole house, where they were all sitting. Come on now. Uh, something just hit me, and, and it came from heaven. See, many of us, we try to start our own moves of God. Uh, this was not a man-made movement. This was a movement that was created directly from the Father himself. And it came like a rushing mighty wind. Why did it come so fast? Because he didn't want you to try to figure out what was happening. By the time it hit you, oh Rabbi, you were already speaking. You were already praying. You were already had you already had your hands lifted. You had already stopped running around the house. And by the time you figured out what was going on, you were already caught up in the act of the manifestation. The demonstration will come. When you and I reflect and begin to talk about how this experience has changed our life. Father, it's in Jesus' name. Oh, Rabbi, it's in Jesus' name. It's in Jesus' name that we now, that we now take this cup. We take the bread, oh God. Father, it's in this moment where we prepare with great anticipation. Where we prepare, God, with great expectation, oh God, to obey. Father, we thank you now as we break the bread, oh God. We bless the bread. Father God, we thank you that we do this in remembrance of your death, your burial, and your resurrection. We commune with you today, Father, because we understand that we're anticipating the fulfillment of what you spoke to us back in April, that you would fill our house, that you would grace us with worship to change the city. So, Father, we eat now. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you that you died on a cross, a bloody cross. A bloody cross. It was not a clean cross. It was not a fresh cross, but it was a bloody cross, a stained cross. So, Father, your blood represents the stain that was left on Calvary, the blood that was shed for the redemption of our sin, the redemption that you would give us life abundantly, that you would allow us to live abundantly. So, Father, we take now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Worthy is your name. 
Jesus, you deserve the praise, worthy is your name, worthy is your name, Jesus, you deserve the praise, worthy Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. Pastor G, I desire to be saved on today. I desire to be a part of this experience. I want you to just raise your hand right there, our host of already put it up just simply raise your hand somebody's going to pray with you I want to accept him into my life I, I want to acknowledge that I'm a sinner I'm not saved and I want to just rededicate my life back to him I, I want to reconnect whatever you want to do in this season come on now this is the opportunity the power of Pentecost is going to allow you and I to be reconnected some that will be reconnected some that will be born again for the first time. Others will experience a move of God that they've been longing for. If you want to be saved today, just simply raise your hand. Someone's going to be there to pray with you on today. If you want to rededicate your life, just simply type it in the chat and we'll pray with you. Come on, let's just take this time and let's just enjoy worship as I pray with you and we pray with you during the chat. I'll be back to end out the service. God bless power of Pentecost, week one, the power of manifestation and demonstration. I simply just want to say this one word, suddenly. There's going to be an anticipated, expected, sudden move of God to take place in your house, in your life. I'm talking to each and every one of you that desire to see a true move of God. It's going to require our obedience. God said to us on last year, don't move out of the grace of worship. We started in January teaching on worship and lifestyle, how God uses difficult moments, how he uses our life to restore us back to worship. And here we are, we're at the fulfillment where God is getting ready to allow you and I to unleash and to be a part of a mighty move of God that will take place in our lives, in our city. I love you. I appreciate you. Hey, on next week, we're going to be celebrating Mother's Day. So I want to say it a week in advance. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers. I know it's not this week, but y'all know sometimes I can be late. So I say it in advance. Happy Mother's Day to our founding mom, Mother Graves, to Mother Janice, to Mother Williams, Mother Brown, all the way down in Dallas, Texas. We love you. Hey, to Mother to Mother Powell, and we thank you to Mother Nadine. We worship, we thank you guys for worshiping with us on today. Hey, make sure you take some time and sow your seed, and then I want to let you know, Sunday, May 16th, is going down. Reignite, a night of worship 
and communion. I want you to take some time. I want you to get to that link. I want you to register. I want you to volunteer. I want you to make sure that if you're sick, if you have a cold, stay at home. We'll make sure that we reach you through streaming. I know that the Holy Ghost has power to heal, but guess what? We got to stay safe. There are some CDC guidelines that we must remain, that we must keep in place. But hey, I want you to make sure that you're there starting 6 p.m. May 16th. Man, it's going down. Covenant Community Church. You can see the graphic. Get all the information that you need. We love you. I appreciate you. The power of Pentecost. Have a great day.